Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is Ryan Williams. want to remind everyone that you can go to InfluencerEconomy.com to hear all of the archives of my past 95 episodes with influencers. Additionally, my book, The Influencer Economy, How to Launch, Collaborate, and Thrive in the Digital Age is available at Amazon. And if you'd like the free action workbook and lesson guide from my book and my years of research to apply to your business or startup idea, you can email me Ryan at InfluencerEconomy.com. It's all about how to launch your idea, build a community, and collaborate with influencers to thrive in 2016 and beyond. Again, Ryan at InfluencerEconomy.com for the free action and lesson guidebook. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the lab. This is Ryan Williams for the Rhino Lab. Very excited you are here this week for my old buddy, Max Joseph, who came by the podcast. This is part two of an episode that was 95, his episode that previously aired. So go back and listen to that if you want to hear more about Max's story. Max is a video creator on YouTube. He's made some epic videos with Casey Neistat, including the Nike short, which uh, won a lot of awards called Make It Count. He also is part of the Rainforest Allowance video group that did an amazing video called Follow the Frog. Moreover, he's a star of the TV show Catfish. So he's with his buddy Neve, and they go around the world helping people to find their love connections that they've met through social media. And it's often with unintended consequences and surprises. So I'll link to all of his goodies in the description. But this episode's special to me because Max talks a lot about rejection. And he talks a lot about being an influencer and having an audience around Catfish, and what it's like when that audience doesn't go see your big project, which was a movie called We Are Your Friends, starring Zac Efron, that didn't do as well as Max would have hoped at the box office. So it's a real episode about rejection, it's about being an influencer, it's about how you deal with the fact that sometimes you're an influencer for one thing, and that doesn't translate to another thing that you're creating. So for Max to open up this much was really uh, inspiring to me, help me figure out a little bit more of the format of the show going forward because I think this honesty isn't what you get in a lot of other podcasts. So let's pick this up where Max and Joseph and I were talking about how he's micro-famous. He's not super famous, but he's a little bit famous. And then really how that fame translated into We Are Your Friends, which is a movie I have watched, which I really did enjoy on Netflix. Because you wrote that hilarious article about how you're a, like a celebrity on the yeah. D-list. Yeah. And that people minor recognize, celebrity. or minor celebrity, people yeah. recognize you. And how you recognize Seinfeld as a guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird being it's you're on weird the other being end of it. minorly famous. Yeah, it's pretty surreal. And fun. Um, it's fun. It's not at a crazy level where... But do people recognize you like the Pinkberry or Starbucks yeah. randomly? Yeah. And they... Are like, where have I seen you before? Yeah, a lot of where have I seen you before. Are like, do you come in here a lot? Like when I'm in a random city, I'm like, no. And I know, you know, it's like there's a lot of that. And then, oh, do you come? Are you a regular here? Yeah. And then some people are like, Neve. Do we go to high school they, together? They, they think I'm Neve, or they say uh, Neve, or they go, Hey, it's Catfish. <laughs> I bet that. that one. A lot of hey, it's people catfish. yelling at you. Yeah, a lot of yelling. Um, but it's fun. It's not at a crazy level. I mean, I made a film with Zac Efron. And we went on a press tour and like, he, it's like the Beatles. Yeah. I mean, we were in Europe with him and like, I don't like, I don't know how they figure out where he's going to be, but they're there. 
they're there before Just fans waiting yeah. in line like rabid hungry Everywhere. Yeah. yeah yeah it's freaky Fans, fans, paparazzi. Sometimes fans and paparazzi are like the same it's like, thing. Get, yeah, they, it's it, like it's like it's like when zombies attack. It's like oh my god, like there they are. It's crazy. And they just come in like masses. Yeah. And they love and scream and. Yeah, and that's at a level that I, I would never. I don't think I have to worry about that happening, but so I would never want that. When you made where your friends though, you you had like a community of people that loved you because of catfish. Yeah. It had been a nice surprise that you never could have expected. Yeah, but one thing I was like, I guess I wasn't so surprised about this, but like, and I don't know if you've talked about this with the other influencer economy (laughs) blog, blog, podcast people, podcast people, but um, my audience was not that interested in the movie. Um, You know, to them... Because they don't like electronic dance music? I don't know what it was. Is it, is it like Michael Jordan playing baseball all of a sudden? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it is. It's like they – when they follow me on Facebook or Twitter, they're signing up for the guy from Catfish that's Neve's friend. And so I can tell from my likes and the things that, that like get reposted that my audience really likes pictures of me or pictures of me and Neve – um and basically that's it Uh uh-huh or if i'm revealing something somewhat personal about my own life like with your wife or something yeah to a certain degree not even necessarily with her but just like you know if i'm letting them in a little bit to like my inner world but i could be taking pictures with zach efron or another giant movie star they don't really care it's neve's friend i post a I post a video of like of a short that I I post follow the frog. They're not they're not that into it. They th- that's not what they signed up that's for. That's interesting. And so I thought they would cuz potentially the people I've talked to in the podcast they have they've always been scared to charge their audience for stuff cuz most people do something on YouTube or they're a podcaster and it's free. And then they're like, "Well, I'm going on tour, or I'm making a movie, and I'm worried that people aren't going to pay for it." But with podcasting, it's like you're in their earbuds. So you kind of sign up for you're signing, the yeah. entire program. Right. Well, you're and also you, signing up for – yeah, I mean – And a, a video maker, like a YouTube vlogger, like Casey, he's probably got more of a fandomonium. Totally. Because he's a – He's got your, a lot of engagement. You know, he's not on TV. It's on your laptop and your iPad. I also don't live on social media the way that real influencers do. I'm not – that's not me and I don't – want that yeah um i'm because i I, i've come to understand you know social media is a form of art and and people use it to express themselves which is great and i occasionally i do too however making videos and making movies and writing things is, is much more my mode of expression than tweets or vlogs are were you surprised that your community didn't go to we are your friends I can't tell if my community went or not because not that many people went on opening weekend. It, it was pretty dismal. But it was also like in August, right? It came, it came out at a weird time. And there, tough... there, were other, there were other factors. And like maybe the only people that went were my audience. Yeah. But I can just tell from when I post about it, like there's a lack of interest in it from my audience compared to whenever I post something about catfish. Um, was there anything that the studio that worked with you on the film they thought your community would go like gangbusters over to it? I mean, 
they weren't relying so much on Mike. And you had Zac Efron. We, you know, Zach's community. He's massive. Or Emily Ratajkowski's yeah. community. Um, it didn't totally translate. And there are maybe a lot of reasons for that. I don't know if, if that's because the movie was rated R and like a, a lot of maybe my fans and Zach's fans are not over 18. But I think a, a healthy portion are. I don't know what it is. I also think that millennials are not really going to movies yeah. unless they're like the biggest comic book movie right. ever right, right now. Um, and that's a real culture shift from like when we were growing up and like going to you see good movies. Yeah, there I mean are, there, there are, was only movie. There was there were sitcoms. And then there were movies yeah, and, and there you, were indie and movies. And you had good art house movie theaters right. you could see. And now the, the space is so big and there's so many platforms and social media is so kind of at the top of everyone's moment to moment priority that movies, I don't, th I don't know. I, I'm, I doubt, I'm doubting that movies have the same kind of cultural relevance that they used to. Casey Neistat has a different type of cultural relevance and he just makes videos every day on his youtube channel yeah right that's never going to be on a movie screen necessarily right as him, his him as being the director you don't need the movie as much as you used to really culturally shape right which has been really interesting because in the wake of of we are your friends whether or not you know whatever the factors were that that led it to not do that well financially at the box office you know we made it for no money so money was made back and 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 that's fine but i was disappointed after kind of doing a lot of viral stuff and and being used to getting that attention yeah. i was very unsatisfied by the reaction to the movie because i thought oh well it's a movie and it's being released wide and and this will certainly you know start a conversation and and I was surprised by a few things. One, I was really surprised by how negative and critical and skeptical and cynical the world is when you make a movie. I noticed the reviews of it. Like Grantland.com wrote this review, and I was like, wow, that was was harsh. And some people were really harsh. It was some weird. People were really, some people like really got it. And yeah. Like, you know, like Vanity Fair and, and Hollywood Reporter and – and time out and like there were a lot of great there were a lot of people who really got it yeah and then yeah and then there are the critics and critics are critics but what's funny about feature film having come from the web is that like there is a just as there is an industry of making movies there's also a total industry around ripping movies apart and watching movies there's an industry around watching movies and 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 rotten tomatoes is part of that and everyone being a critic and posting their like opinions on it and their own little blogs are part of that and sure certainly movie critics are part of that but it, it, it extends way beyond movie critics it's like people love to rip movies apart and they'll do it without even seeing the movie you know they'll do it from the trailer the perception it. of it so there's a whole industry around breaking a movie down and consuming it right so there's there's an industry that produces the film yeah and then there's another industry that that breaks the film down a after you watch it and and that's not a fun place Th those people are they relish destroying things they love hating things they love saying this movie 
sucked. Right. I hate it. Right. Who decided to make it? And and it's done with a lot of venom and vitriol. And it was shocking and, and very discouraging, especially having come from the web where people, because there's not such a well-grooved uh, machine of consuming, you know, it's not like you come out with a web video and everyone is on the front lines with their guns <laughs> at the ready being like, I can't wait to tear apart no, this web video. No. But they, no, because they know that like a human being made yeah. it. They took the time to actually like you think the stuff you it. get if there's hate it's like superficial right or racist it's like, or, or, they home- dis- or they disagree with yeah with, with it and, right. and they'll write in the comments but like whatever it is about movies people really uh are quick to judge and are very cynical and, they, and these are like bloggers or people everybody just everybody kids yeah kids i mean like everyone is just like very critical about movies and, and the bigger a movie is marketed the more critical they're going to be if it's a stu- you know people give a little leeway i, I think that. to indie films yeah. and films that, and what what sucked is that like you know we are your friends was an indie movie it felt very but it indie. got picked up and distributed by a very big by warner brothers so even though it was only made for five million dollars uh by the seat of our pants and i you know put everything i had blood sweat and tears into it it was and you raised the money like you and your team? No, I mean like we got the money beforehand. Uh-huh. Yeah. But not we didn't have distribution. Right. Um and we made the movie we wanted to make and but then because it comes out on a wide platform, it's got a big movie star in it, people are so cynical oh, right. that they're just like, Oh my god, who is what is Zach Efron like, doing in this DJ movie? Oh, Hollywood has gone EDM all of a sudden and and it's so I, funny, like you see these reviewers who I've grown up my whole life reading, they invent this whole narrative for it. Oh, the people at Warner Brothers, you know, cooked up this movie to take to to exploit the Coachella and EDC crowds. And they decided to put Zac Efron in it because they thought he would be. A, I mean, none of that is true. Yeah. And yet everyone projects. I that remember reading stuff it. like that. It's just funny how the nerve. They think that Zac Efron, the Disney guy, you know, I could. It's just so funny how. I remember reading articles about that. Yeah. But but all I'm saying is like there is a whole industry of movie consumption that is very practiced and rehearsed. And and it's sad to me because a lot of people work really hard on all of these movies. Really hard. And. And. To rip them, I mean, it made me think twice about rip about being really negative towards any movie or be oh this person sucks. It's like that person's working really hard for you to say that that person sucks. So I don't know. It's it was odd because the internet can be a really mean place. I mean, I I dwell in that when I when I make catfish, but having made web videos, the internet has generally been really cool and supportive of all that stuff. And I've been making them kind of MacGyver style, style, like one man, two man, three man operations with no money. And then to make a movie pretty much in that same fashion. And then to have people really be so quick to pile on and like shame it into oblivion was it, surprising. It was surprising. And it was, yeah, it was, it was Just something. Like, yeah. So then are you are you taking a break from making another movie right now? No, I'm not. I'm I'm making more movies. You are. <laughs> I am, but I'm also I also love making web videos and I am still making web stuff too. I I I like doing both. Um but I do think that there's something profound about the negativity 
that that films are met with now in conjunction with the fact that fewer and fewer people are going to see them. Yeah. It's just like, it's like a triple whammy of like films take two and a half years at best. And that's of all of your, right. From of all of your attention, yeah. all of your concentration, you're putting all your eggs in this one basket for two and a half years. And then it's very hard to then get that movie sold and seen and let's say you even get that movie sold and seen. Yeah. Then it's very then then people aren't even paying to go to see it in the theaters. And then when they do, they judge it. <laughs> you know, it's it's just like it was like, why did I want to make feature films? Like, what was it about? But you never it? really you made all these web videos though. You it's almost like you never like took the internet as a as a stain because I think a lot of people that are high artists are like, oh, I'm not going to do web video. Or I'm not going to do. Yeah, well, but you were always embracing the sure. the channels, and I was using web video to cut my teeth and to yeah. learn stuff. But always in the, I'd always thought about. And web you weren't afraid about making a, money as a doing right. brand videos or advertising. No, like, I was learning, and and I did see it as a path towards, you know, whether it's directing features or or you know a TV show or or something like that. And then literally, around the time I was working with Casey, I was like, you know what, like web video is an art in and of itself and i love it i love working on these and like it would be great to to just keep on doing these it's not necessarily just another rung on the ladder and i think what casey's doing now and what other filmmakers are doing on the web now are proving that that web video is its own thing it's medium yeah, yeah and it's great and and so i'm very excited to to continue doing stuff in that world because it's a in a lot of ways it's more fun and gratifying than then qu these quicker, you make them faster, you get feedback right away. Right. And you can you can really have a dialogue with with your audience, which is kind of what they want. And in a lot of ways, it's what a lot of artists want. They no one wants. I mean, there are people that don't mind making things in a vacuum. Right. I'm not one of them. I, I don't like making things. Yeah. Yeah. You want to collaborate. I like having a, and, an exchange. Yeah. You want to be acknowledged and people right. to say that, hey, I watch this. It's just the likelihood of making a feature that sparks a conversation is it's very hard interesting and it takes a it's long almost like there's time. not a, there's not web video has a nuance to it where you can debate or like take one side sure. or the other it's also sh doesn't take it up as much of your time it's not as big of a time commitment on the making side or the consuming side yeah. and and you're also not paying for it and so there's not that sense of i think in the movies it's like well if you're going to take my ten dollars and i don't have the time of my life then fuck you right which is n not the feeling it's towards so, a web video no never there's a more affinity towards web video right you and like love the person you're like oh you made another one i like the one you just made three months ago you know whatever it is or last week i think that there's something going on with like i think that web video has really shifted has sh has shifted things towards really wanting an authentic direct voice that's transparent right I see the person that's making the thing i know who they are yeah exactly and i know that it's really just them making it yep versus the the more studio film or the film because films are too big and hard to do if you're just one person right and 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 so i think that they're in in our current climate where we hate politicians and we hate 
Washington, D.C., and we hate corporations and organizations, which you which you see through the way Trump is whipping up anger. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and you see it also the way the Bernie supporters oh, yeah. are whipping up anger towards Wall Street and corp- faceless corporations. I feel like that same kind of cynicism and skepticism is also being projected onto film studios and uh-huh. big and big studios and like there's a distrust yeah whereas with filmmakers and web web video it's like that's the more they're the trumps and the bernies and what's well, the, like they're the anti-establishment they're right, right. Where they're like you know what you know like you're not a clinton you're not a bush you right because like, the, the politics right now you're definitely you feel like you trust the people that are calling out the big government problems right. and so web video like it's almost like well I trust you because I know you well. I see your content regularly. You're not corporate. You're not selling out. You don't right. have a lot of funding behind you. Right. It's you. You're the underdog. It's like you in a in a webcam. And it's and you, a couple right. friends making jokes. And it's you, and and people are rooting for that right yeah. now. Yeah. And and it's I almost think, like and it's almost like they're accessible in a yes. way that like you're not if you're a big actor like right like Zac Efron like Freddie Wong for example is in my book and he's. Video Game High School was this big trilogy he made, and he crowdfunded it, and he did perks where someone paid $5,000 on Kickstarter, and he would go to your house, and Freddie Wong would deliver donuts to your front door, right? Like, he went to New Jersey and delivered donuts to this guy's house. For 2500 you could go to Disney with the cast and crew to help make Video Game High School. That was your reward. Wow. And, like, that's the stuff that, like, Steven Spielberg or, you know, Quentin Tarantino would never go to Disney or deliver donuts. Yeah. And, and there's I- accessibility. And I, I feel openly that I'm, I feel like I'm straddling both worlds because I have studied traditional film and filmmaking and I'm on now a traditional network. I appear on yeah. a traditional network and I made a film that was released and, and I've studied that craft and I appreciate that craft and I love directors and I, I love learning about how to work with DPs and these super t- and great editors and great DPs and, and, and production designers and all that's what you have to do when you make yeah, a big feature. Yeah. You have to collaborate with a lot of right. other super talented people and there's an art form to it. And I love how much there is to learn. And, and there's such a field of, of education there on the flip side. I've come up making web videos kind of yeah. on my own and so I understand the way that the internet and the web video world works and I kind of have my foot in both yeah. places and and at times I feel like it's it's pulling me apart at the seams is like hard to balance I don't know I, I go back and forth as to what what I like and I one thing I'm really proud of with We Are Your Friends is that I felt like I brought a lot of you know for a long time, I kind of looked at my web videos as like, I'm just playing around, but I'll be a serious filmmaker one day. Eventually, and I'll yeah. make a, I'll make, I'll make something like a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. That's like some heavy, yeah, deep, profound. Right. And then I got to a point where I realized like, wait a minute, like the stuff I'm making in these web videos is kind of who I am. And when I do make that first feature, I shouldn't like, just do something i should just honor what i've been cultivating and all these little you know craft uh pieces of wisdom i've accrued and bring them into the feature and i kind of felt like with we are your friends i brought a lot of yeah the things i had learned from web videos into well, a the feature. whole opening is all about like the quick cuts and yeah. like the names coming up 
it reminded me of your web videos. Right. And I, and San Fernando Valley, right. you know, or, and like, I was really proud of that. And I yeah. thought that, that was like, it was like a cool sensibility. Yeah. I thought that was cool. And, and, and I wasn't, I felt like I was being true to myself. Um, and again, I, I think that that's, what's cool about the movie. Well, uh, we'll go in a second. Uh, one question I have real quick is, have, have you met Bono yet? I have not met Bono. Who have, who have you met that through Catfish at these award shows? Have you had these moments of surrealness that you're at the cat, you know, Chateau Marmont, and you're like, oh my god, I'm with Obama, and it's funny. Um, through Catfish, because you're at these awards galas and you've done movie premieres. It's funny through Catfish, I haven't. It hasn't been like that. Uh, but when I was making my movie, um, I met just with a lot of actors who I totally worship and admire and um and they were and it was even cooler than than their having watched catfish because like they were interested in working with me uh, professionally on a movie it wasn't like i was going up to them and saying i'm a fan and they weren't just coming up to me and saying we were actually like discussing the possible project the real possibility of working together which is w way cooler than just like hey i'm a fan of yours like now we're like, all right, well, let's make something cool. And so I was in, I was in rooms with like heroes of mine, and just shot. I mean, like film directors, well, crew members, like DPs, uh, production designers, editors, who I just have really? seen their names on movies that I was like, oh my god, you're a legend. Really? Yeah. Um, you know, making commercials too. I've worked with people that I really admire and, and the actors who both in my film and, and other ones who either auditioned or I discussed being in the film, like huge fans of these guys, like real big people that I like go out and have meetings with. Like, and like, who's someone just that maybe even a DP or someone that we wouldn't know. Um, well, I mean, there were actors I, I spoke to where there was like Colin Farrell or, or Jared Leto and, um, or, or Peter Sarsgaard was like so amazing. And, and this is not all just for, we are your friends, but just like, I was, I'm talking to these people who like I really, yeah, admire. And, and it's like validating and just, you're like, yeah. holy shit. It's like, yeah. Oh great. I, this is a, who would have known this really would fun world to be in. Um, the catfish thing is fun. Um, you know, I've, I've met, I feel like I've met the coolest people working on projects. You know, I made a film on DFA, records a little oh, yeah. documentary and i i got to meet james murphy who i totally is a huge inspi inspiration and and just someone i really from lcd admire. sound yeah. system that was but you could tell you were like really passionate about that video yeah i really looked up to him and there was a lot i thought there was so much pressure to make that video something that like i hoped that he and all of those artists who i also really look up to like that was hard there was a lot of pressure to get that one right because those guys are all really cool and really good artists and i didn't want them to think that this thing sucked <laughs> uh so yeah i mean all that stuff is i i get it i i love what i do um and i love getting to meet people um and and getting to work with them so it's the, the final question is someone listening right now they want to do web video or be creative on the web right now what would you say is something you would recommend they start with just to get their basics and the fundamentals or the reps in? Um, I would, I would follow your curiosity. 
you know, um, instead of necessarily just making a film that you think would do well, like follow, if you have an idea and you're like, I don't know if anyone else would be interested in this, like do it and do it with all your heart and soul and, and people will probably like it because you put your heart into it. Um, I would definitely say that. And I would also say like, do weird jobs for people, get paid to learn your craft, like, and, and treat each exercise as a challenge to make, you always should be trying to make the most awesome, best thing ever, even despite any challenge that anyone's giving you. And kind of the more constraints and challenges, like the more you'll learn as to how to get around them. So, um, yeah, look, the first thing I got, the first video I got paid to direct was for a douche. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the worst person, which was amazing. Yeah, no, 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 not the worst person. Literally a douche, like a female, like product. Oh, that was your your job. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying that's what the person was. No, like. no, 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 not not not. Oh, a that was douche you, bag. But yeah, <laughs> but you just took the job. It was work. And yeah, they gave you some. And I learned, and they I gave was you able some leeway to make something cool. And, yeah, and it wasn't even that cool of a thing. But like, I learned a few things about you know, the way I wanted to shoot it and like the, the instruments I wanted to use and like, you know, get paid to learn. Yeah. That's a good idea. Get paid to learn. Cool, man. Thanks, Max. Yeah. Appreciate it. Great being here. That was Max Joseph. Thank you for coming on Max. Always love in-person podcasts. He came by the Rhino experience so always remember the RHINO stands for Reaching Your New Opportunities. It is an acronym for what you can do, and Max really embodies reaching new opportunities. So thanks again for his honesty on rejection and dealing with an influencer audience that doesn't love what you do when you go mainstream, and how you deal with failure as an entrepreneur, as someone who's creative and a filmmaker. So uh, love that episode. It touched on a lot of great points. also want to give two personal shout-outs one is to Twitter user VinoXXO. The other is to Twitter user Mitchell, both of whom helped make this show go live. They know what they did. And finally, go to InfluencerEconomy.com for all the archives. Go to iTunes and leave a review and subscribe. And the InfluencerBook.com is how to launch, collaborate, and thrive in the digital age. And if you want that free guidebook and action lesson plan for how to build a community, connect and collaborate with influencers and thrive in 2016 and beyond. Email me, Ryan, at InfluencerEconomy.com. Much love to Julia. She's now three years old. Just celebrated her birthday. And my other daughter, Libby, is five months. Talk to you all soon. Thanks for coming by the lab.